What's up, y'all? This is Ramel Watley, and welcome to Truck and Hustle, the podcast for trucking entrepreneurs. If you want to learn about the trucking industry from the business side of things, you're in the right place. Every week, I interview the people who are making it happen on a daily basis. I get them to share their successes, their failures, and sometimes even their secrets. The goal is to show you how you too can create financial freedom in the booming trucking industry. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Other people's piece of paper said, just in case you ain't get that other piece of paper, we can't not hire you because your background. <laughs> we ain't messing with you. We ain't rocking with you. Right? Right now, that same company pays me 23 times more per hour every time the snow fall out of the sky. That's, they, that's what they pay my company. The same company that rejected me for a job, right. if a drop, if, if you look on your iPhone and a snowflake come up, that same company that rejected me when I needed them the most, I make them pay. They gotta pay me. They pay me. They pay me every year. You know what I'm saying? That's and I ain't got nothing against them or nothing like that because they they paying me good. Make sure you put that in there. I, I love them. <laughs> Turn my mic up. For you. Take there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on the road to the riches. Life takes a toll like bridges. Good friends become foes and snitches. Better watch who knows in your business. All right, Hustle Fam, Hustle Fam, we are back with another amazing episode, and I am here in Maryland. Am I in Maryland or am I, where am I? I'm in, you are Maryland. I'm in Maryland. I'm in Maryland. Not Maryland. Not, Not Maryland. Maryland. Not, Not Maryland. Maryland. We in Maryland. But Maryland, mm-hmm. with my man, Nathan Snow, a.k.a. Damn, Nathan Snow. I mean, I like that too. Nathan Sharp, yeah. a.k.a. Big, big snow, big snow, man. So, big snow. Who, who, first before we get started, who am I interviewing today, man? Is it Nathan Sharp or is it Big Snow? I got it's it. both. I think we're gonna do half and half. We you gonna do half saying? and yeah, half. Yeah. Which half you wanna start with? We can start with Nathan Sharp. A little bit of Nathan. All right. So listen, I'm here with Nathan Sharp, Quarter Ticket Club. My guys, if you haven't heard of the Quarter Ticket Club, they've been killing the internet with the content, teaching people how to get their CDLs into the dump trucks, the whole thing. Absolutely. But y'all, there's a whole story behind that, right? So, you know, Truck and Hustle, we gotta capture it first, man. Absolutely. So first of all, welcome to Truck and Hustle, man. Hey, man, it's an honor and pleasure to be here, man. I appreciate you, man. Um, but real quick, this is like the Grammys for me. So uh, first and foremost, <laughs> I wanna get thanks to God for always keeping his hand on me. Um, and I, will, I wanna ask God to soften the ears and the eyes of the listeners and the viewers, man, and um, so that they receive the message to be glorified in his name, soften the hearts of the speakers, man, so that we can project the message um, to, you know, to glorify his name, uh, amen. Um, I, and I, next I wanna, I wanna shout out my mother, man. I wanna shout out my mother for always um, never judging me. I wanna shout out all my siblings, man, my sisters, my brothers. I wanna give a big shout out to the whole quarter ticket club, man, the whole crew. Um, I wanna shout out my, my two beautiful daughters, man. Um, they my why. Um, I want to shout out my old lady, man, my fiance. Them uh, them back rubs at night, they really help when it get hard. You know what I'm saying? But uh, <laughs> I want to uh, I want to give a big shout out to my trucking mentor, the big homie Fresh. Him and his wife, they've been real influential in me just in the trucking game. Period. Um, you know, I want to give a shout out to you know everybody. I know everybody that been supporting the Quarter Ticket Club. You know, I want to shout y'all out for embracing me, bringing me on the platform. Uh, shout out to everybody on the gram. You know, I just want to be grateful and thankful, man, to everything that we've been able to do right now and then get me here to this day with the crew. 
Man, I, I love that. That is that is definitely a first. I I I, I love the energy we bringing. We starting it off right for sure, man. Struggling hustle with the Grammys, let, man. Let's get it, baby. All right, so let, let's let's put some context around the interview, man, so the people know what is the Quarter Ticket Club and who is in the Quarter Ticket Club. Let's start with that. That's that's we start with that, man. That's big, man. So the Quarter Ticket Club is kind of com- it's it's kind it's almost complex, right? And uh, we're working on kind of bringing it down because a lot of people ask what is the quarter ticket club so some people come for cdl training because we got the cdl training company but actually the quarter ticket club is a uh, is is based around dump trucking so uh when i first started out i started out teaching people how to get into the trucking industry and the dump truck industry um per se so we started out with that but i had so much information to give that you know Trucking is more than, whether it's dump trucking or whatever trucking you into, trucking is more than just getting a DOT number in a truck and going to, and going to work. You know what I'm saying? So, in short, the Quarter Ticket Club is a big information hub rooted in trucking but not, but not boxed into. So, if, 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 per se, if you were to come and join the Quarter Ticket Club, first thing you would be advised to do and shown how to do is get your credit right, um, you know, get your LLC, get your DOT number, all the foundations. So we got different levels of getting into the trucking because we're not just trying to sell you nothing or bring you into the quarter ticket club and you fail. Because everybody that went in the quarter ticket club, they embraced as members, you know what I'm saying? You see us on Instagram, we, we, we it's like a family. No this doubt. ain't just no internet sensation that's, you know, some dudes looking cool. The quarter ticket club itself, is a information hub that's set up for people to win in the trucking industry with a lot of other avenues inside of it. No doubt, no doubt. So you guys are breeding entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurship is at the center of all that, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so explain the name, man, Quarter Ticket. What's, 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 where's that name come from? Man, the Quarter Ticket, uh, the Quarter Ticket Club came from my buddy that's in here with me right now, my buddy Jay. So my, my first year in trucking, um, so I got to kind of get a little backstory on it. Yeah. So uh, when I so I came home from prison in 2016, and um, and a couple months later, man, they jammed my uh, my buddy up, man. And every interview I do until he come home, I gotta always say free Nuki Reds, man. My best friend uh, since I was five years old. You know he's serving a 10 year uh, prison sentence uh, right now. Uh, so free Nuki Red first and foremost. But when I came home, um, and they grabbed him, man, him with you know, all our life, you know, was running the streets and stuff like that. We go in and out of jail. But when he got uh, incarcerated, man, and I had my oldest, I had my oldest daughter, um, I just, it was just, that was just the, 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 the straw that broke the camel back. Like, man, we can't, you know, we getting too old for this. It, this is not where it's at. So I didn't have, I didn't have a CDL. I bought the truck first, got my CDL in 21 days. Only person I know that did that was Zanetta. Somebody just came through our program. Shout out to Zanetta. But I got my CDL in 21 days. I went to work. I got my CDL on a Friday. I went to work in my dump truck on Monday, and I didn't even know how to drive a stick shift. Okay. So I bought a 2004 International, um, and just I just went cold turkey and went on it. But to where the name called a ticket claim came from is I went so hard that my first calendar year, my first 12 months in business, I did 250,000 that year. Mm. So 
I was popping stuff with my man that's here. He in the quarter ticket club, getting big truck money. I was like, man, we know we just talking. And I'm like, nah, you know what I'm saying? I did a quarter ticket my first year. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Come in the quarter ticket club. And I saw his eyes light up. Like, he said, yeah, quarter ticket club. But I don't pee, I don't miss nothing. And I said, quarter ticket club. So I started saying it on the Instagram. Okay. And my buddy Boone from up Baltimore, he heard me say it maybe two or three times. And he texted me. He said, man, I'm feeling that quarter ticket club. Like, that's what's up. As if I had already branded it. <laughs> right, right, right. I got all the phone. When I, when I listened to that message, I went straight, trademarked it, and been screaming quarter ticket club ever since. I used to have an owner-operator blueprint showing people how to get in. Okay. But it kind of had me in a box of dump trucks. So the quarter ticket club was a way for me to get people into the trucking industry, but also teach them everything that I know and introduce them to my network. You know, you can do uh, real estate, um, you know, infinite banking, uh, e-commerce, all these other type of things, because it's a club. And then it just started catching wind, and we just it just went like that. So quarter ticket club come from me doing a quarter ticket my first year. You know <laughs> pop, what I'm saying? Pop that collar. Yeah, straight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but that's big for somebody coming from where facts, I came from. You know facts, what I'm saying? Facts, facts, facts. So now, is it an actual club? Like, there's members, there's registration, or is this just is this your? And I don't want to say just because I don't want to minimize it, but is this your guys that you're embracing, you're bringing in? How does that actually work? No, it's a it's an actual club, okay. right? So it's registration, open enrollment. Uh, is in three days, so three days from today, open enrollment. So we do open enrollment uh, four times a year. So every quarter you got open enrollment. So you can't just get on the internet and be like, I'm joining the quarter ticket club. You know what I'm saying? You um, it, Open enrollment is four times a year, but it's an actual club. So we got people in Georgia, uh, North Carolina, South Carolina, Detroit, um, uh, Philly, um, New York. I mean, it's people all across the states that's in the club. Yeah. And I talk to them frequently. They not in Maryland. I mean, we got a bunch of people in Maryland, but they not in Maryland, so you don't see them on my gram. But I, I, I check up on people. Hey, man, what's going on? How you doing? People, they like, man, they show me pictures of their trucks and, and what they doing and the money uh, they getting. So it's people, a lot of people from California uh, tapping in, you know, for some reason. Um, I guess, you know, just all the Instagram. But it's literally a club that you come into and you could just you can soak up the information and you know, and we start with events now and stuff like that. So it's literally a club though. Okay, so how do, you, how do you disseminate that information throughout the different members of the club? So we got different, uh, we got different tiers, we have different tiers right now. Um, so we got, uh, we got people that, that are coming in there just for funding. You got people that come in there for, you know, the credit, people that come in there for the dump trucking. So it's, uh, you know, it's a it's a price point. It's a price point to get in. And the lowest tier being the tier that's gonna get you the most money to get to the next step. So the so to get everything that you can get out of the quarter ticket club, it's kinda got a high price ticket on it. Mm -hmm. But if you start at the low price ticket, you will have you can you can jump everything else and go straight there. Okay. So it's a it's a it's a filtering process, but not because the people not worthy, it's because if I would feel bad, or anybody else in the in the in the community would feel bad. But you paying a high ticket, but you ain't you wasn't even prepared. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. So what's kind of you know? <clears throat> so would you would you call it like like a mentorship? Is, is that is that what it is? Like, yeah. So so when you're joining, you, you know, like you say, you have three di different tiers. Are people being mentored at different levels, or are they like looking at modules at different levels? Like, as I'm asking, like in terms okay. of educational component, how are they getting this information? In what way? Absolutely. So when so typically when, a, when somebody uh, sign up. I do, if they're in another state, I do a virtual 
uh, call with them, um, you know, immediately as soon as their schedule permits. It is a it is a mentorship. Um, I do a, I do one on ones with people, and you will have the modules, and you will come to meetings every uh, whether it be virtual or in person. You will have we have meetings every week. Um, we got Wednesday meetings. Sometimes we had uh, two meetings, and um, you and then we got Facebook groups. We got Discord. We got everything you need to be connected. So it ain't just me teaching. You bouncing ideas off of other uh, members. I don't like the um, the mentorship. Um, not that I don't like it. I just know people in in a DMV. They look at saying mentorship like it's sunning you out. <laughs> so I'm in tune with the streets. So oh, I just call people uh, members. You know gotcha. what I'm saying? So if somebody come into my program, they are a part of the quarter ticket club. They not a mentee. Mm. A, a young dude from the street, me call him a mentee. It don't really set well with him. That's like he being sunned out. Mm. I just I just understand the mentality. So, um, we members. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Everybody, everybody's equal. Ain't Everybody no, ain't equal. no man bigger than the crew. No, nah, it's no it's right? co- it's the quarter ticket club where all bosses are created equal. I've yeah. been saying that for like you know uh, a long time since the quarter ticket club was started. That's really what goes behind the quarter ticket club. The quarter ticket club where all bosses are created equal. Okay. All right, I love it. All right, so you said you started uh, in in trucking in 2016. 2016. And you said you just bought a truck right off right out the gate, right? So tell me a little bit before that. So you said you did some time. Yeah. Right? How, how much time you do? Collectively, I did probably ten years. Collectively, about ten years. So you was in and out. Yeah, I was in and out, but I ain't never miss a beat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I would go, I would go, I would go do three years. My I, my buddy mess with me all the time. I tell the lawyer, man, look, I don't care what I did. Give me a nickel, and I'm going in. You can give me, you can give me a, 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 you know, life backup. I just need the nickel. Give me five. I know how to do the five. Right. You know what I'm saying? So do it on your head. Yeah, I do it on my head. That's that's easy. You know what I'm saying? But I did, you know, I did probably collectively um, ten years. Um, but I always knew in my heart that it wasn't, it wasn't a way. Like it was something better. I never went in jail and just, you know, played around. Um, both. Of, both of them two members of the quarter ticket club that's here right now, I bet I met both of them in prison. Um, both of them slept next to me in the cells. Them, them my good friends I met in the prison. A lot of people that's in Maryland, that's in the quarter ticket club, I met them in prison. So I turned my, I turned all my prison sentences into college. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I only read one novel while incarcerated. You know okay. what I'm saying? What Everything was else that? was information. I don't even remember. <laughs> like a, it like a fiction important. novel. Yeah, fiction when novel. When you say novel, okay, Everything gotcha. else was So otherwise, you was, it was all personal development. Yeah, working out, you know what I'm saying? And and personal development, you know what I'm saying? Got you. Okay, all right. So um, you, at, wh- why trucking? Like, what, what made you, what sparked your interest in the trucking industry? Um, trucking, the dump truck industry literally was the only... Uh, all right, guys, Truck and Hustle has now partnered with Transpo CFO, powered by Venning. Transpo CFO offers a streamlined monthly subscription for businesses to consolidate their accounting, payroll, and tax needs into one flat monthly rate, saving businesses a tremendous amount of time and money while making their financial operations much smoother for the long road ahead. Check out Transpo CFO in the description below and tell them Truck and Hustle sent you. Now, let's get back to the show. It was the only hustle that was that was that I seen that you can really get some more money. You can get money that can supplement for the life you was already living. So you come in the streets, you know, say from the streets, and you know we were selling drugs and stuff like that. So if you was to go cold turkey and then go work at Walmart, I ain't knocking Walmart, but you were just living like a trap star. It's just different, you know what I'm saying? And I, from as far back as I can remember, 
I never seen other dudes do anything that was getting some money like in the street because they was all the people you looked up to. I seen dudes in the trucking industry, you know what I'm saying? Whether they was, uh, you know, whether they was older or like if they re was retired or not, that was like literally the only thing that I knew because I had to act fast. I, I stopped in an instant, yeah. they, you know what I'm saying? I stopped in an instant. I made my mind up I wasn't ever going back. So that was the closest thing that I could do because I had just came home. I got to provide for my kids and my and my old lady. Like, I ain't playing. Right. So that was the, okay, I can get my CDL, get a truck. I figured the rest out. I didn't know how to drive a stick shift. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So trucking is really what trucking was. Trucking was what God put in front of me to save my life. He knew I wasn't going, um, no, I'm gonna take that back. I don't wanna be long-winded with this, but I gotta give you this story. Get it. I tried to work with the State Highway Administration. Now you might want to chop this up, put this on the ground. This John right here, this is a serious story, and this and it's dear to me. I came home. I tried to work with the State Highway Administration because a buddy that I was in with worked with him, and he had a felony, so, and he was making maybe like twenty twenty one dollars an hour. So I was cool with that. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna get a job. Every time you come home, you be trying to do right. You know what I'm saying? Until you don't got no option, you go back. So I I applied for the State Highway Administration. And they sent a letter to my mom's house because that was the uh, address I had on file. So she said, uh, you got two pieces of mail here. So I go there. The two pieces of mail, the first one said, we can't um, hire you because I went and did my uh, fingerprint. They said, you can't hire me because of you know my fingerprint thing. But I'm like, okay, maybe they changed their mind on this other piece of paper. The other people's piece of paper said, just in case you ain't get that other piece of paper, we can't not hire you because your background. <laughs> we ain't messing with you. We ain't rocking with you, right? Right. right. And, and I opened it in front of my mother, and that jive crushed me, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I feel some kind of way about it, right? So the job thing was kind of off the table for me. Right now, that same company pays me Twenty-three times more per hour every time the snow fall out of the sky. That's they, that's what they pay my company. Mm. Twenty-three, twenty-six times more. They pay, the same company that rejected me for a job. Right. If a drop, if if you look on your iPhone and a snowflake come up, that same company that rejected me when I needed them the most, I make them pay. They gotta pay me. They yeah. pay me. They pay me every year. You know what I'm saying? That's and I ain't got nothing against them or nothing like that because they, they paying me good. Make sure you put that in there. I, I love them. <laughs> but that, you know, it it was a it was just, you know, I couldn't I couldn't do that. So that was what all this stuff is what God gave me on my journey. He literally mapped everything out for me, whether I knew it or not. He never took his hand off of me. So I got into trucking because that was the first thing available that God put and said, All right, here go here go something for you, or That's you right. wanna play. One, one door closed, another one open up. Absolutely. And, and a bigger opportunity opens up. Absolutely. So did you know anybody in the industry? I know you shouted out somebody earlier, Fresh, or was was if, That if, was if, my, that's my mind, so Is yeah. he the guy who kind of, that you kind of shadowed and was looking at to get in? Yeah, absolutely, okay. absolutely, man. That's, Tell me about that. Nah, he, that's that's my man, man. To this day, he he, he, he still my truck and mentor. Um, but he was he was there, and it, and it wasn't like, Cause when I tell him this and I give him his props, like nah, man, I, you know I appreciate you and everything. He tell me he like nah, young. He like you raw. And what he told me was that he had a lot of dudes come along, and he was you know when you helping people, you get tired of people. Like man, don't nobody listen. He said and his wife always told him that you know don't stop. 
he said, if I would have stopped helping people, he the best mentor ever. He just ain't on the internet. And I'm and I'm happy to. <laughs> but he said, if I would have stopped helping these dudes because they were frustrated and they wasn't listening, he said, I never would have got to you. So when I got the truck, I was parking in his yard and I knew him from, you know, the neighborhood. We all grew up in the same area. But um, but he wasn't the mentor that just he gonna give you all the game and he gonna embrace you. I worked, I worked for my my spot with him. You know what I'm saying? I just was that ambitious and it meant that much to me that I knew he had the information and I, and I, and I genuinely liked him as a mentor. So I, I got in, you know, and we and we became like this. And he showed me uh, everything that I needed to do as far as DOT compliance, everything that nobody would listen to him about. I listened to all of it and I applied it. And um, and you know, we have our conversations, and it just it made me feel good. Him him bigging me up, and I would I would just go harder. I would go harder. But he is the reason that um you know a big reason that why I did that quarter ticket that first year man that's my man shout out to fresh again you know I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure he watched this shout out to fresh and his you know and his wife man um yeah but mentorship is is hands down it's the cheat code for sure so when you started were you working were you working for him or did you start doing your own thing out the gate no so I was he was so he was broken around. He okay. was so he was sending the sending me on the jobs, right? Right. And um, so he had the relationship, and he was plugging you in with the work. Absolutely, okay. absolutely. And I just I just mashed I just mashed the gas. I would give out the secret sauce. I don't know if it's time for that. Like what's really you it's know definitely what I'm time. It's, he says it's time if for that. There's no time. There's no time so, like now. If if you're gonna do it, you got to do it on truck and hustle. Yeah. So we so let's get into it. So what what differentiated um, our crew? from a lot of other crews. So so typically you could run regular dirt. Um dump trucks run, you know, dirt, asphalt, you know, this then the third, didn't different dirts. But our we was the mob. We we ran contaminated. So we got paid about a ton. So we'll run say you pay fifteen dollars a ton, you know what I'm saying? And you could run three of them and you and you got thirty. What's that? Fifteen dollars a ton and you run you run three of them and how much is it? A, a, 15, what's 15 I'm not times doing 30? public math. You ain't gonna have me looking crazy. Yeah, I ain't wanna do it. That's why I shouted at you. And I do it every day. How much day. is that? 450. You, you the math guy. 450? Yeah, 450. It's 450. And you do three of them a day. So. Yeah, so that's, nine. that's nine. That's 13. Yeah, what, like 13, 50. 13 so, that, so that's 13.50, right? And if you get up at 3 o'clock in the morning and get to the job first, you're gonna do four. But let's say, you, say you're late, you, you get there late. That's 13, 13.50. While the other average dump truck is going to be doing seven twenty, that's good. You know, seven twenty a day, thirteen to somebody that come from making you know less than that. But we will run that all year. Mm-hmm. We like the the the, the five six seven hundred dollar jobs. They was like filling jobs. So I always average mine out at a thousand dollars a day, but most of the time it'd be more than that. So our little crew. And him being the you know you know the 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 quarterback of it, we would just be running contaminated, contaminated. Everybody doing 13, 15. Um, the first dude I ever got into the trucking industry, I took him on a job. His first day, we made two thousand in a day, and and he was coming straight from the streets, mm. and he it blew his mind. So we had a niche. We had a we had a niche that everybody else didn't have. 
and we still got it. You know what I'm saying? We got the mob in here. We run, we run <laughs> contaminated. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. So contaminated dirt. I, you I was gonna say, what is contaminated? You know, it, it as it relates to regular asphalt and so forth. Explain what that is. So contaminated dirt would be dirt that came from a, uh, say a gas station, and they gotta change the they gotta change the uh, the um the tanks at a gas station. It's contaminated with gas. So you can't just put it in your front yard. You can't just put it anywhere. You gotta take it to a certain site, they gotta treat it, and then you can maybe backfill it, some you know, use it as backfill or something like that. But it's not that but it's not hazmat. It's not hazmat dirt, but it ain't your front yard type of dirt. So it has to go to certain places that get treated. But regular dirt running back and forth. You could put it anywhere. You could dump it anywhere. You could dump it on the side of the road if you want to. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But contaminated dirt is just a special kind of dirt. So why is it? I mean, it's still this, it's still dirt and it still weighs the same. Why, in, in terms of the truck and what's carrying it, why is it a premium on that dirt? Because the place that you have to take it charges to bring it there. Okay. So the the place that you have to take it, they charge a certain amount to bring it there. So you charging a certain amount to take it there. Okay. So regular dirt just getting dumped. They got a regular base number. But it's not a lot of places that you can take contaminated dirt. So the contaminated dirt people, they killing them. So when we come in, we ain't just taking it just anywhere. But uh, but uh, but uh, 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 real quick, my buddy used to, uh, that's here with me now, uh, Jay, King of the Ratified, he was working at a gas company. And this is before I told him, you know, I was telling him, like, look, we're in the truck, you get a truck. He was like, I worked all that time at that gas company, and the guys there, the dump trucks there, they didn't even know they was hauling contaminated dirt and should be getting paid for it, and they wasn't. Mm. And then I, and so I got him with me, and they running. He like, he like, you know, all that time they was running this, right. and wasn't getting paid for it. So it was an elite type of thing, you know what I'm saying? Okay, and so, still is. So, so is it something that a lot of people just don't know about? Is that is that what it is? Because I'm saying, if, if if it was something that people knew about, they knew they could get damn near double on it. Why wouldn't everybody just oversaturate that market? Like, what what's what's keeping everybody from being able to go over there and, and get that? Well, they're gonna know about it now. We on truck and hustle. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna know Facts. about it now. We on truck Facts. and hustle. Facts. Um, it's it's not that everybody, even if they know about it, um, everybody can't get in it. Everybody can't. Um. Everybody can't run it, you know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, obviously, if you were to call the ticket club, you could run it, but um, <laughs> it's not a, it's not something that, it's not advertised. It ain't advertised to the truck and then like people in trucking, you know what I'm saying? Because every time it come out, the people that, people been running it for 30 years, they just, they like, they ain't about to tell nobody, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. They ain't about to tell nobody, so, um, but it's, but 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 another thing is that it's, it's it's tonnage though it's tonnage so you can have you can be hauling salt by the ton you can be hauling rocks by the ton so you so in trucking you got in dump trucking you got by the hour by the load and by the ton the contaminated just run by the ton and they pay more you know what I'm saying and um and you can run it for somebody else the number just gonna be different mm. you know what I'm saying so. Who you're running it for matters a lot too. Um, it's not that it's not. I mean, they probably got it in Houston somewhere, and the people that's running it, they probably just keeping all the money and gotcha. the dudes that's running. So you know, 
it's a, it's a tricky it's, it's situation. It's all about the setup and how everything is, how the money is split and all yeah. that. It's just something you would have to have me walk you through. <laughs> <laughs> got you. Hey, Jay, let me get a sip when you get a chance. Got you. All right, so so cool. So you got started doing just that mm-hmm. um, with your guy. How, how long did you, and, and you say you still do that to this day, right? That's, oh, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, all right. So tell me about some of the like the, the, the pitfalls or some of the challenges that you had getting into the game. New driver, you say you didn't even know how to drive a, a manual uh, truck, a stick shift at the time, right? Absolutely. So tell me about some things getting in. I mean, as you know, fresh in the game, it couldn't be all peachy every day. No, uh-uh, man. Um, the pitfalls, man, maintenance, now, now, now mind you, and I and I, I still love the truck to this day. I don't got it no more, I sold it, but I had the worst truck you could ever buy. Mm. So anybody listening to Truck and Hustle right now, please do not buy a 2004 7600 <laughs> International because it's going to take you through the ring. And I had a good engine in there because, uh, you know, my man who had it, he switched the engine out. But it's just the, pitfall, the pitfalls I had, man, was was maintenance um, and, and, like, money management. Um, like, I was so new to it, you know what I'm saying? I literally went from the streets to the, to the trucking and didn't know anything about it. So I had to, you know, learn about taxes and payroll and and um the maintenance stuff but my first day on the job as far as like the pitfalls my first day on the job i didn't even know where a dump was at i had 20 dudes behind me i'm getting loaded the lady give me the ticket say this going to be i'm like where that's at she like it's on five i'm like where that's at you know what i'm saying i didn't even know where the dumps was at um and i still i'm still trying to figure the gears out the truck is heavier so it, it drives different than it is when it's empty. I mean, everything you could think about that anybody knew would be scared of, I did it. Appreciate you. Everything you, every pitfall that you can imagine, um, I had it. But it's, but what I would tell people is, um, make sure your your you know your books are straight. Make sure you get a nice truck, a good truck, all the type of stuff. I be you know teach the members. You want to get a good truck because I had the worst truck. I didn't know anything, and um, but one thing I did, man, is I got up every day and I jumped in that truck and I made it work. I just I just learned on the fly, and I can't tell everybody everything they need to do on one podcast, but I definitely can tell them if you just keep going, you gonna you gonna you gonna figure it all out. It's gonna it's gonna it's gonna work. You right. just gotta keep going. No but doubt. I, I I man breakdowns. Um, Insurance, insurance went up on me on my second year, and I didn't even do nothing. Like my second year in trucking, the premium in Merlin just went up by like nine hundred dollars just because of the Merlin premium. I'm like, young and I ain't even get in an accident or nothing. Like, right, a thousand dollars, like that's crazy. You know, right. so I think I had like two or three trucks then, but like it literally was an extra thousand dollars coming out my my um my company for just because everybody else was messing up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So. Just keep learning. I can't even say nothing specific uh, pitfalls, but you gonna have them for sure. No doubt, no doubt. So you said you, um, a- as you started to grow in the business and learn more, you started to add more trucks? Yeah, I started to add more trucks. But I'm a, nah, I was thinking about this last night. Um, I scaled too quick in trucking or, or try to scale, but I, I want to tell everybody because I know people uh, listen to Truck and Hustle. Anybody out there, this is this is probably the most important information I want to say right here, real quick. I had to. I don't want to put the shades on just yet. <laughs> now listen, 
when you see, a, a, like, so a lot of trucks look sexy. A lot of trucks to a person that don't have a lot of trucks look like a lot of money. My mentor told me this. As I was trying to buy the truck, he said, Nate, listen, one plus one doesn't equal two in the trucking industry. It equals negative one. I'm like, what? He like, you thinking that it's more money. So I came in the game, I was making $950 a day on a job by myself. And I and I was like, oh nah, this me, this the new trap. I just when I had one truck, I was like, oh nah, I just need another one. So to the naked eye, 950 plus 950, or you round it off to a G, a thousand a day with another truck, what's that? That's 2,000 a day. day. Facts. Nah, it's, you gotta pay the driver, it's double gas, it's double insurance, it's double the breakdown, it's negative one. That truck gonna start taking from the other truck. So when I, I didn't listen. I said, man, I want that, let me get that. 65,000, let me get that. Uh, 07, T800, bang it, blue. I had a good job, shout out to, uh, a good driver, shout out to Pep. I used to cut his grass when I was a kid. He told me, man, I said, man, if I get this truck, you gonna come rock with me? He said, yeah. Man, man, Pep made a whole bunch of money. I'm gonna get it twisted. But um, a, more trucks don't mean more money. It's not about how much money you make. It's about how much money the money that you make make for you. So if you do what's right with the money you're getting from one truck, that's enough to take you wherever you need to go. So my philosophy is this. If, your truck, if you can take care of your trucking expenses in one week of the truck running, so say if your, your truck note, your insurance, your gas or whatever, you got three weeks of profit. If you start trying to add trucks in, people people will get new trucks and they the note too high, or you try to get a, a older truck, but your maintenance bill too high. Anybody listening, man, do not look at people with a lot of trucks and think it's sweet. If you when you get when you start scaling up, you got payroll, you got employees, you got a whole bunch of stuff Life, going man. on. It's not, we on Truck and Hustle, so I'm gonna give them the real. Yeah. So to the Truck and Hustle community, one truck is enough to make you enough money to do what you need to do for you and your family, and you'll have money to invest, you'll have money to spread out. That money can make money for you other places. And the lastly on this subject, this, this, this right here is what I really, really, really wanna say. Your employee in trucking is not your employee in trucking. No, any other industry is cool. If you're a business owner, you don't have employees. I mean, if you're, if you're a trucker, like you got a trucking company, you don't have employees. You got business partners. Your driver is not your driver. He is your business partner. Because if he go and crash the truck, your insurance gonna go up. He go crash again, you can go out of business. He can he can kill somebody in that truck, you going out of business. If somebody has that much effect on your business, they not an employee, they your, they your business partner. <laughs> so you, you jump on Indeed and put the wrong person in your truck and they do the wrong thing in your company, your company go out of business, that wasn't an employee, that's that was your right. business partner. 
So facts. don't think it's it's sweet to go out here and hire a bunch of people and get a bunch of trucks. And I ain't knocking people that got, you know, 15, 30 trucks and stuff like that. In a trucking business, man, do what you can handle and deal with who you can trust. Mm. I like that. I like you know that. I could talk all day, I, I, man. I, I, I like I like just... I like that perspective, <laughs> man. I like that perspective. It's a shift. Absolutely. Because a lot of times people equate success with trucks with you know multiple units and so forth and so on and they get kind of caught up in those numbers and you mm -hmm. know I, I definitely respect that absolutely i mean a thousand dollars a day and you driving it yourself all you had to do was pay the you know the insurance the note and the gas to get that and you knock that out in the first week so if it's 20 you know four work days in a week because we'll run a saturday too you only t and it only took you four days to cover the expenses then you got 20000 and that's without running at nighttime. You know what I'm saying? Um, who can't live off debt? Then if you go down, if you, if, you, if you say, all right, say everything don't go perfectly, cut it in half, it's 10000 If you do what's right with your money, if you came through the Court of Ticket Club and we, and we showed you how to invest it and do different things with your money, man, you straight with the one truck. But then go ahead and put Joe Blow in there and uh, see what he going to do in that parkway. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He mm. could take you out the game. Your, 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 uh, you know your family involved, man. You know that's what I'm saying. Facts. You better stay in there as long as you can. Run that bag up. <laughs> nah, that's big facts. All right, cool. So um, the contaminated. What? What else? What other type of work do you guys do? So you trying to get all the secrets, man? I'm gonna do like, my nah, best. Nah, <laughs> nah, no that, question. That's, no that's question. the goal. Now I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to. I'm gonna go to something that's. I'm gonna go to something more interesting, right? Okay. That I can really just drag on. Okay. Snow money, man. Okay. So so. They don't call me Big Snow like this was a street name or nothing like that. You know I thought saying? it was. I'm not going to nah, lie. Nah, I thought nah, you nah. was like Jeezy or something like nah, that. No, no, no. I was the butter man on the street. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but no, nah, Big Snow Big, Big Snow came from. <laughs> the butter man. No, nah, I really was, though. But um, it's like, no, nah, no. Nah, but listen. I was. But listen. So Big Snow came from the from the snow money. It's, there's literally no money like snow money, right? Um, The money you can make in a snow, just it, it can literally put you in retirement. I have partners, man, that got a lot of money, man. Um, and like I said, it's not what, how much money you make, it's what you do with your money. I got partners that got a lot of big investment, they got a whole bunch of money, man. And I ride past their truck every day, two, three, they had two, three trucks. They just got the snow equipment on them from last year. They don't even move during the year. <laughs> like literally, they don't even move during the year. You know what I'm saying? Right. So um, the snow money, uh, so let me give you the, me give you the example without Break it down without, without giving without just going too hard. But I'm gonna go hard. Go as hard as you can, man. Go hard. Go hard. Check this out. Yep. So for every dump truck you got, whether it's snow or don't snow, you're gonna get forty seven fifty. We get four thousand seven hundred fifty dollars every snow season. You're gonna get fifteen hundred at the beginning of the year, um, fifteen hundred at the end of the year and 2,000 in the middle if they don't call you. Then you're gonna get, if it do snow, you're gonna be getting, you know, 160, 170, 200, 225, depending on what your contract called for, for your truck to sit on the side, just to sit there, just in case it snow. Then it snow, you're gonna push a little bit. You ain't burning no gas. Um, it's the, I will tell my, I will tell my mentor story, but, I, I, I've been talking about him too much. He <laughs> crushed him in the snow, you know what I'm saying? Um, but the money you can make in the snow, oh, so that wasn't even, that wasn't what I was trying to get at though. So check this out. If your bills are 
if your mortgage is a thousand, say it's a thousand dollars. Um, well, when it's is economy, it might be more. So say it's two thousand dollars a month. Yeah. So to pay for your house is two thousand dollars a month. If you got a, if you gonna get forty two, forty seven hundred per truck, whether it's snow or not. How many trucks do you need to cover your mortgage for the year? That's a good question. So uh, you said two thousand a month. That's twelve, twenty four, twenty four thousand. Mm-hmm. So you need uh, six trucks. Six trucks, right? So snow trucks. So mine is mine is seventeen fifty a month. And how many how many snow how many snow vehicles do I need to get the, to get that? I ain't, I, I ain't keep doing the math yeah, you on you. Because you looking at me. Because right I'm, I'm shooting at you because I don't feel like doing the math, right? <laughs> yeah. but, but anyway, but anyway, 17.5. Yeah, yeah, 17.5 is like, all right, so two snow vehicles would be like 9,000. Three would be uh, 13. Four would be a cover mine. So I got two 10 wheels snowed up, one six wheel snowed up, dually snowed up. All, all four of those vehicles, whether it's snow or not, can literally cover my my whole uh, mortgage living expenses for the year, mm. just by having a contract to be, you know, to be on it. You know what I'm saying? Like to do that. I ain't get my um my dually on there, but I got an on for that same my dually on a separate contract. But that's no hit or there. Is you can literally cover all your expenses with by having snow equipment, not working the snow. By having the snow equipment and having a contract, you can cover your monthly expenses. You know what I'm saying? Mm, how, like it's, how, it get deep, man. It's deep. How how easy it is to get those kind of contracts though? Because I mean, it's a lot of dump trucks out here that can get that snow equipment, right? No, nah, you got you got snow you got a dump truck snow plowed up. They want you more than they want you more there's than no you want end the money. Of work. There's there's is no nah, there, they, there's plenty of work to give to to put to pass around. We in Maryland. They want you more than you want the money. Right. I don't call them every snow season. They call me. They mm. like, you coming back? <laughs> like, am I coming back? I'm like, look at my bio. It's a big snow. You know snow coming back. Right, right, right. But it can, it can, but it's the power of the snow money, man, it can put you in retirement. So this is so those numbers that you threw there, 4,700, 4,750 a truck, that's just the contract rate, or is, this, is that something that you negotiate? Or is that like a standard that they put out there for the city? So I run for the so I run for the state. So you got a state and a county. So the uh, the county you can negotiate. The state it's a flat rate. I like the state because you just chilling on the highway. I did the county before. They had me out land over in the trenches, stuck in the truck. <laughs> I'm like, nah, I'm cool on that. You know what I'm saying? Like they had me. I'm around one way. I had to call one. Like Slim, you know some goonies around here. Come, you know what I'm saying? But people was, you know, I don't I don't like being in no neighborhoods in the snow. You know what I'm saying? So I do the um I do the state contracts. Uh but with the with the county, you can bid on them. So I know I know dudes getting two thirty five an hour, two two uh forty an hour with the county. Mm. Um I'd rather just like mine locked in, I'm cool, y'all gonna pay me every year. I'm I'm good. I like the lock in. You yeah. know what I'm saying. And, and how does that work when you're running those snow routes? Because I mean, we see these guys, you know, shoveling snow. Like, what are they telling you to work a specific route for that? Like, how, how, t- tell me like how the logistics go. So that. you yeah you so you got a you got a certain route. Um, they so you gonna go there. Let me, let me tell you how sweet it is. So you gonna get paid. They say we want you here at three o'clock. You gonna get there at three o'clock. Say it's three o'clock in the morning. 
We're going to get there at 3 o'clock in the morning. It's going to be 100 trucks out there. You're going to make sure you the mo- you 101. Because <laughs> you 101, y'all just going to be inching up to y'all get y'all salt, right? By the time you get your salt, two hours done went by. Two, three hours done went by. So you got paid for three hours just by sitting in the line. Then they're going to tell you, okay, go sit over such and such, and uh, we'll keep you posted. It ain't even a drop of snow ain't came out of the sky yet. No snow came out of the sky yet. So by the time the snow starts falling, you done already got paid for six hours. Now the snow starts to fall. But what snow do when it hit the ground? It usually uh, is wet and it disappears. Right. So it's going to disappear for another two hours. <laughs> <laughs> so now you're at eight hours. So now you're at eight hours. So you sitting out there. You done ate. You done Instagrammed yourself. It was three in the morning. So you done went to sleep, all that. So you might get a dude knock on the door like, all right, just go ahead, you know what I'm saying, hit it with the salt. All right, cool. You go hit your route with the salt. Your route ain't gonna be nothing but a mile, uh, two miles maybe. A mile, two miles is the routes? That's it? Yeah, yeah maybe. Okay. Um, they got some longer routes that maybe like, I think the longest route I seen maybe was like four miles. You know and, what I'm and saying? And how are those routes passed out? Is there any type of seniority or any type of like, any preferential treatment? You get there first, first come, first serve? No, nah, they divvy them out. But you get, if you, you know what I'm saying, if you with the finesse team, you you get it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you get the right I'm route. on the same Joan Ray, yeah. Don't even, yeah. But, right. um, you know who you know, to talk to. You yeah, know, you got to know who to talk to. You know the right to. people to you know talk what I'm to. Saying? Right. Yeah, yeah. And, but, you got, but you also got to do a good job. For sure. I, I do a good job. One thing I did and what propelled me a lot was I did I, anything I do, I'm doing a good job. So before I even try to ask you for anything, my work gonna speak for itself. So you, you know, you get, you get, you got some good routes, got some bad routes, but none of them bad if you're getting paid what you're getting paid in the snow. That's right. Um, but you assault the, you assault the road, right? So you salt the road one time. So what the snow gonna do when they hit the salt? It's gonna disappear. It's gonna disappear. You in the jump sleep again. <laughs> you like slim the clock, just keep running. It's more boredom than work. If you look on my Instagram to last snow, we in the mall, we watching movies, <laughs> we the one seen Spider-Man. On the clock, the clock just running. You dig what I'm saying? So the snow money is, is, is nah, it's crazy, man. It's crazy, you know mm. what I'm saying? And um, it's good money, but don't get it twisted. When that snow star falling, falling, yeah. like nah, they, you, like you need us, you know what I'm saying? So it ain't money wasted, it's money. Do you rather be prepared and yeah. pay to be prepared? Cause I done seen the stuff come down, man. And people can't move, man. It, you right. know what I'm saying? People gotta get to work. People be stuck out trying to get in. So the dump trucks do a good job on the snow. So that money is well spent. You know what I'm saying? But when it's sweet, you like it's sweet. And we just got 12 hours. All it did was rain. That's right. It's like investing in in your military. You, you arm them up with all these weapons and all that. And when it's time to go to when war, it's time, time to go to, to war. Go to war. Time to go to you war. You know what I'm saying? Uh, one more thing on the snow. Yeah. In 2016, I bought. My snow plow and uh, spreader from the big homie, shout out to him again, on for $4,000, right? That same snow plow I got it right now is 2022. I take it off, put it on any truck, say I get a truck, sell it, nah, that's, that don't come with me. Yeah, this yeah. don't got sentimental value. <laughs> Man, you won't believe with that one same old, and it was old when I got it from him. It was, it's, it's no equipment, man. Yeah. Man, I don't know. Man, I killed him, man, with that one little four thousand. Ain't no, I don't care what you got. You got fitting all, you got coke. I don't, ain't nothing, you ain't there. You ain't never made a flip like this. 
this is the ultimate flip. This is the real snow money, man. Right. This is the real snowfall. Like right, right, I'm right. Franklin of the dump truck game. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like okay. I'm Franklin of the dump truck. I'm I'm a uh, Saint Patrick. What's his name, Slim? <laughs> Franklin Patrick. Saint Patrick. Yeah, Saint Patrick. I, yeah I'm Saint Patrick. Snowfall. I'm snowfall. Other other dump truck game. Like for real. Like four thousand dollars. Nobody did with four thousand dollars that I did with one with one piece of equipment. And um, but what I want to do say, man, to any any young dudes out there, or if you in the streets, man, and you watching, it's a different ball game when you get to when like if you stop and focus your energy on something else, you can still got the same hustler uh, mentality, man. If you shift that hustle to something else, man, uh, you gonna win, man. You gonna right. win, man. You gonna right. win. I ain't did nothing special, you know what I'm saying? I'm you know I've been I've been in jail and. You know what I'm saying? I messed up all my life. I ain't no more special than the next dude. You know what I'm saying? But what I did do, man, is put my best foot forward and, and switched over, man, and went to trucker, went to trucking and put that hustle in it. You know That's what I'm right. saying? and hustle. 100%. 100%. <laughs> I'm going to have to use that for my advertisement now. No, nah, for sure. For sure. Absolutely, that, man. Absolutely. That, that, that's real. All right. So so just to put a cap on it, during the snow season, what's the most you made uh, man. that you could think of in your, in your um, mind if you had to put a round figure on it? I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell you the most I made. I'm gonna tell you what my first snow truck I ever got was. Um, me and my driver Pep, my first, uh, my first snow year that I had a contract. I went out there. We sat out there. It was a snow. I said I'll never forget it. I sat out 43 and a half hours. Right. Pep was a little older. His wife kept calling him. He tried to make up an excuse, like, oh, the, the spinner messed up. Pep, you gonna watch this? Yeah, you try to give me that time. He stayed out for maybe like 30, like 30 something hours. I stayed out for 40, he left early. My first snow check I ever had was that week. So we worked Monday, I made $1,000 regular, regular, regular. Like, you ain't just making snow money and then you can't work the rest of the week. Every day of the week, so it was Monday through Friday, we did the snow. Wednesday and Thursday. So we work Monday, Tuesday, snow Wednesday, Thursday, then back to work Friday, mm. right? So so the regular dirt days was three dirt days and two snow days. When I got that check from the snow, it was $14,500 or $600. I still got a uh, stub too. I should have bought it with me. <laughs> I made $14,600 or $14,500 in two days of the snow. Mm. in two days like and we literally just was it snowed a little bit so we did a little bit of work but you sat so for me to get that lump sum in a short amount of time from and, and the work that I did or didn't do it just blew my top you That's know what crazy. I'm saying like w it, was it, you going home I mean what was about your hours of service were you just sitting there all night like nah you sitting so with the, that's another thing I don't, re I don't run with the county for so the state you can rock out the state will let you rock out the county Every 12 hours, you got to get a new driver. You mm. got to get a new driver. You know what I'm saying? Somebody, um, you know, a new driver got to come in. The state, they let you rock off. You can be out of junk two weeks if you want. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what? You can go home. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. That's crazy. All right. So so we getting snow money. We running the dump trucks. What else? Tell, tell me what else is going on. So we got two 10-wheelers, a six-wheeler, tractor, two high shots, um, a four-car, a 40-foot flatbed, Dually, um, and the CDL company. 
Okay. So to see their trainer come. That's a lot of a lot of different verticals that you just now. Yeah. Need. And I only popped that off because I'm on truck and hustle. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like you, you just like like stunted on me real quick. No, nah, that's because I was on truck and hustle. You know, I practiced that. I practiced that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? See how I came and flowed. Hold up. on. So you say you had the hot shot. You say you, you you do car hauling too. Yeah. So we got the four car. We got the uh the, the hot four shot. car the four car hot shot. Yeah. Got the forty foot uh the forty foot flatbed. We got the tractor. We got two ten wheelers and a six wheeler dump truck. Okay, what's the what's the tractor? What's the semi doing? Nothing sitting in the yard. You know chilling. what's up with that? Yeah. Okay. Just content. Just copped it for content. Got you. The hot just shot. Just so I just so I could tell. I copped the tractor just so I could tell the tractor dudes that the dump truck get more money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was just that, that jump was investment. Like, oh, they going up. Let me buy. Let me buy one. You know what I'm saying? You hauling cars with the hot shots? Yeah, we all call with How, the hot shots. How's shot. that working out? It's cool. Um, I don't. I don't really. Uh, it was better before the gases, before the gas prices went up. The hot shot was cool. Um, the flatbed was cool. Everything else was cool until the gas price went up. Only thing that's really still cool right now is the dump trucks. So, so to everybody out there, there's no industry like the dump truck industry. I love all trucking. I love the tractor game. I love the hot shot game. But what I'm trying to tell anybody that's that's confused on what you should get into. When the gas prices went up, and the gas prices still up, they still going, you know what I'm saying, squeeze you. Check this out. Dump trucks is the only commercial truck that can get paid for sitting. There's no, name one other truck that can get paid for sitting. There's no commercial truck on the road that can get paid for sitting. What does getting paid for sitting mean? It mean you burn a minimum fuel, um, and, and you ain't putting weigh and tail on your truck. For you to get money in the tractor business, it gotta move. It gotta run. You gotta go burn gas. You gotta put wind and tail in the truck. Same thing with hot shot. Same thing with a concrete truck. Same thing with. It ain't no other trucks out here getting no money for actually being a truck. Yeah. Dump trucks get paid for being a truck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's the power be, in a dump just, truck just for game. Being a truck. Yeah, just for being a truck. I'm a truck, so pay me. No you doubt. dig what I'm saying? No doubt. You can't. No other trucks can do snow money. Yeah. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. We we was built for the snow money. No and doubt. what does the snow money mean? We sitting. We no getting paid for being a truck. So what, what made you what made you diversify into other trucks if, if knowing that or did you learn that after you got into those other other trucks? I learned it after I got into them, but everything that I do, I'm a I'm a one truck dude, like I told you. I'm a dude that know that because I know what to do with my money. So I'm cool with one truck all day. My CDL class A work, however I, I know how to go get the money myself because I did it. Everything that I got in my arsenal right now, everything I got in my fleet right now, is because I'm helping somebody else. Mm. So I have 50 trucks right now. If I had 50 homeboys that needed a job and I knew I could count on them, so my my anything that I got, my I did my hot shot because you know my homeboy did the hot shots. He he knew how to do the hot shots. He didn't like his situation that he was at at first. I say less. Boom, we gonna get him. Spend a hundred thousand. All right, let's run them. We got to get the 100 back. You know what I'm saying? We're going to be uh, partners in it. You know what I'm saying? We're going to work the numbers out. All right, boom. With, with uh, you know, dump trucks, trackers, anything I do is to help somebody. I don't need much because I ain't came from much. So I'll be all right as long as I got my CDL and I got one truck. I can let it all go, and I'm going to still be him. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> no I, I, I got my relationships is, you know what I'm saying, is big. I got people in the quarter ticket club that do real estate, e-commerce, Infinite banking, um, firearms training. I mean, it's deep. It's just, it's so, my network is deep. Yeah. So I know what to do with my money. So I don't need a whole bunch of trucks because I know what I know what's up with it. You yeah, dig yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So um, 
Everything I do is it's for it's for somebody else. I'm one truck and I go. You know what I'm saying? But my my stuff a little bit big now because this is opportunities for everybody. I like giving opportunity. That's why we got the CDL training company because I know what a CDL did for my life. Yeah, tell me about that. We didn't talk about the training, the the CDL training. Talk about that. Talk about about when you started and tell me about how how it's been going. We lit. We lit. So um. First and foremost, a big shout out to my man, um, my man EB, my man Eric Bomber. He was doing CDL training in a DMV before anybody ever did training. Like it was up, you had to go to Virginia to get your uh, license. So he was one of the one of the uh, founding fathers of CDL training. Me and him partnered on the um, on a CDL training um, a couple years ago. Um, thing like in the pandemic or right before the pandemic, we, we partnered on it. So I was kind of grandfathered into the CDL trainer company. But he do a lot of stuff. Um, he was already, he was in the trucking. Uh, he in the real estate, you know, and stuff like that. So he did it for so long, he was kind of, um, you know, burnt out with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. it wasn't thrilling him no more. Yeah. Um, so I partnered with him, me, him, uh, Byron, shout out to Byron, shout out to uh, Rome, uh, you know, Ray. We, you know, when he was like, all right, I'm cool, you know what I'm saying? Boom, so I'm like, all right, I, I got it. I'm like, I got it from here, you know what I'm saying? So I was grandfathered into it. But me being a new age and having a spunk and me having that passion for helping people, he had a passion for helping people when there wasn't no internet. He helped so many people, he tired of helping people, you know what <laughs> right, I'm saying? Right, right, right. I'm fresh on the helping people. I want to help everybody, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So that's how it came about. And then we just some cool people, you know what I'm saying? We regular people, man. We ain't, you know what I'm saying? We ain't holy than thou and we ain't we ain't bums, you know what I'm saying? We yeah. just like, you know, we we them guys, you know what I'm saying? So the CDL trainer, man, we got a we got a class B program. About to do the A so I could put that 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 trailer to work cuz they ain't going to go get no money on, a, on that tractor on <laughs> work. Cuz they ain't going to get no money on the road. Now I'm right. just messing with the tractor dudes, man. <laughs> I love the tractor dudes, but uh the dump the way. But um so we doing uh, class A in December, but we do B right now um, because we got a lot of people trying to get into the dump truck game, man. You know what I'm saying? The dump truck game, you could be home at night. Um, you can go get the same amount of money, you, you know, you can get that. So we do class B. Man, We you would be surprised, man, the people that show up, man. Um, somebody pulled up on my man, pulled up on both of them. People will pull up, pull up on them on the street like, Man, look, we follow y'all. We'll be there Saturday. Right. Every Saturday, you know what I'm saying? We lit, you know what I'm saying? But it's to help people, you know what I'm saying, that need help. They don't even, we look cool, man. Yeah. Nobody never seen no cool truckers. I didn't. Nah, you facts, facts. <laughs> y'all like the Wu-Tang Clan of the dump truck Nah, game, for, I'm gonna take that, that's, I like that's that. That's kinda how I see y'all when I look at the movement. Nah, you know? for sure. A lot of y'all, y'all all, all do your own thing, but when you come together, you know what I'm saying, it's power in It's that. power, man, you it's power, it's power. Dudes, young dudes, man, need to see uh, that it's cool to get legit money. And you can. It's cool to be in a trucking industry. Dudes that's trucking getting more money than their favorite rapper or the or the person they looking to in the street. When I was coming up, I didn't see no entrepreneurs. I just didn't see it. You know what I'm saying? So now it's like they got the internet, man. You can see people doing cool stuff. You gambling with your freedom. That's going. You know, you don't have to do that. And you ain't really. You know what I'm saying? Get no money in the street, you gotta do too much. You know what I'm saying? From yeah. what I hear, you know what I'm saying? You gotta do too much. It ain't, like, it's, it's dangerous, man. So uh, what we doing is just being ourselves, man, and making trucking and getting 
a legit money cool. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That's a fact. How 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 big do you want to grow this, or what's the next two to five years for Quarter Ticket Club? What what does it look like in your mind? Two to five years. Um, I want to. I definitely want to have a CDL training program in 48 of the 50 states, 52 states. I don't know how many states it is. Um, <laughs> I ain't been in school in so much. <laughs> how many states it is? But I want, I want to have, I want to have a school everywhere because a lot of people be reaching out. So I want to have a training school um, everywhere, and I and I want to have the uh, the actual quarter ticket club, the 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 club. I want that to be as big as God uh, will let me will let me have it. You know what I'm saying? So my two to year five, my two to five year plan is to impact as many people as I can or that God will have let me, you know, you know, that God will let me do. Um, you know, because if if I if I say what's my two to year, five year plan, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I got more money than Jay Z and you know what I'm saying, <laughs> and all that. So my, my five year plan is whatever God gonna, you know, uh, guide me to and have me help people, man. I just wanna help a lot of people. Cause I'm gonna be good. If I don't help another person a day in my life, I'm gonna give me some money. You yeah. know what I'm saying? My babies ain't gonna never stop. You know what I'm saying? If it get too funky, I'm, I'm gonna be in front of your door like, man, this ain't work. I tried it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But but God ain't gonna put that. You know what I'm saying? God know the ripple effect of let me fail. He like, nah, I got you. You know what I'm saying? You gonna help some people. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. But I just wanna help a lot of people, man. And um, and uh, information. Um. I want to say this real quick. Yeah, yeah, get it. The biggest trick we failed for was that thinking that graduating from school was the medal of your independence. So when you thought you, when you graduated from high school, you was like, all right, I'm grown now. So the fact that you associating not having to learn anymore with being independent was the worst thing that we could have failed for. When learning is what's gonna keep you going, like learning is more important than, you gonna need that more now than ever. Like, oh, you an adult now, you ain't gotta learn. Right. No, nah, it's the opposite, That's you facts. know what I'm saying? So you need, like, like when people come to get their CDL, you, I be like, yeah, study the app, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and learn, like, they'll come back the next week like they ain't even study the app because they ain't acclimated in a learner. So the information is what's going to change the situation. You know what I'm saying? People really, I really want young dudes out there to understand that learning is like with a bag at. Like it's like learning is with a bag at. Like young, if you think if people around you don't think learning cool, learn on a low. Watch you level up. You know you'll be the cool one learner. You ain't got a broadcast that you learning. You know That's what I'm right. saying? That's right. I got an infinity clip of of uh, information. That I ain't let out on truck and hustle because I know y'all gonna re keep replaying this Jonah Stillett. You know I got Infinity Clip. You know what I'm saying? But now nah, learn. I just want man, learn. The more you is learn, cool. the more you earn. Yeah, the more you learn, the more you earn. Learn is cool, and trucking is cool, man. And hustling don't mean you know doing illegal activities, man. Truck and hustle is like where it's at, man, for sure. No doubt, no doubt. That was a that was a dope way to kind of bring things to a close, but I still got to give you your final thought because you know on this show everybody gets a final thought, so we're gonna do that. But as we close, it's been a dope show, great mm -hmm. talking. Is there anything that I missed that you wanna that you wanna put out there to the audience while they watching? 
Nah, we'll be here all night. You we, know what I'm saying? We'll we have to come back night. and do it again. Absolutely, anytime. In, 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 anytime. in a couple years anytime. or so, we, we have to re, you know see where we at. You Absolutely. Know what I mean? Absolutely. As the quarter ticket keeps on growing Absolutely. to a whole ticket. Yeah, y'all, ain't no question. Nah, 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 nah. Uh-oh. Quarter ticket club will never, <laughs> quarter ticket club will never go to a whole ticket. All right, all right. Quarter ticket club, a lot of people say, nah, Slim, it's the half a ticket club now. It's the, it's the million dollar club now. We we it, it's always gonna be the quarter ticket club. The reason being is because a quarter ticket club is obtainable, whether it's the dude on the block that got that's just selling the eight ball, or the dude that that's working at McDonald's. When you when he when he hit quarter ticket club, he 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 can grasp that. If you if you start saying it's million dollar club, he don't want to listen no more. It's out of his range. A quarter ticket is. Is is in a is in a price range for everybody. Now, if you go past the if you go past the quarter ticket club, all right, cool. We you know we in the same room. We gonna be in the room. We meet y'all over there. Facts. But you gotta the, the people down here. A quarter ticket is obtainable. It's accessible for the everyday person. So we always gonna be quarter ticket club because we don't never want to get ahead of ourselves. We could be a hundred m's, fifty m's, but we still still gonna be quarter ticket club. You know what I'm saying? That's your, your jury just might hit different. When you want to, you know, fine. you like, oh, that's fine. yeah, you feel I me? like that. I like that. Yeah, I like that. All right, Coach. So, so let's get into the final thought. Um, well, first, well, well, two things. Number one, you gotta let everybody know where they can connect with you. They, you've been saying quarter ticket all damn Absolutely. show, so they should mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. But if they don't know, let them know. Mm-hmm. If they slow, right, where For they sure. can find Big Snow. Mm-hmm. I, I rap a little bit. I'm with and, you. And then lastly, we're gonna have a session in here, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and then lastly, after that. We got to get the final thought, which is something spiritual, entrepreneurial, wherever you want to come with, just to leave it, drop a jewel, and uh, and that's that. We gonna rap, man. So first, let them know where they can connect, man. You can you can uh, you can find me at the Quarter Ticket Club on Instagram, the Quarter Ticket Club on TikTok, uh, Nathan Sharp on Facebook, um, or you could catch me in traffic. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you if you if you see one of the trucks out there, and you pull up on the way. Keep going, cause he might got a drum. You know, now nah, I'm just playing. But listen, you uh, you can find me on all the platforms, man. The Quarter Ticket Club. Uh, we ain't on Twitter. We might need to get on there, but you can find me on on all the platforms, man. And um, and the uh, www.quarterticketclub.com, www.quarterticketclub.com, man. And text the word uh, QTC. Text um the letters QTC to um 202-918-3399 to get on a wait list. So quarterly, we let people into the quarter ticket club. So if they text uh, QTC to 202-918-3399, um, actually if they text Hustle, we might, after this, you know what I'm saying, they might get a discount or something like that. Okay, tap just, in. Yeah, tap in, text Hustle to um, 202-918-3399, and um, you know, we make, we make sure we get right. I like that, and then final thought. Um. Money might can't buy you happiness, but it'll get you so close you down there can't tell the difference. Man. <laughs> but hold on, that, but that, that was my final quote. That was my final thought. All right, all right. <laughs> but now nah, for real though, money might my money might can't buy you happiness, but it get you so close you can't tell the difference for sure. But um, if you, I ain't gonna get spiritual. If you really think that you could do it, like you can do it, like you can't. I'm I'm a, I don't, I'm like a super uh, I'm 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 and I'm a Christian, but I'm saying I'm an optimist, man. If you can do it, if you think you could do it, you could do it. I don't care what it is, man. You really can do it, man. Think bigger, think bigger, 
think bigger, man, and you could do it, man. You could do it. Um, you could do it. You could do it, man. You could do it. No doubt. For sure. No doubt. You live living proof. You know, 10, 10 years combined, coming out, now we caught a ticket. Absolutely. Speak, speaking of which, I got to give a shout out, man, on this show, man. This brother, um, Gregory Sharp, man, he hit me up. He's incarcerated in, um, in Dallas. Sent me a letter, man. Brother found me. I don't even know how he found an address, mm-hmm. but he just sent me a letter. And um, I just want to give him a shout out, man, just to all the brothers, because they hold us down so much behind the For wall, sure. truck and hustle. This this podcast will definitely resonate to all them brothers because they listening to you right now mm-hmm. and they know when they come home there's there's a future for them. So Absolutely. I wanted to make sure I put that out there. If 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 you was if you was incarcerated and you come home and your paperwork straight and you reach out to truck and hustle, man, and, and and you got your paperwork straight, you know what I'm saying? Listen, I got something special for you, you know what I'm saying? If you are behind the wall, keep your head up. It's a it's a way out here, man, and trucking where you don't never have to break the law again. You can provide for your family, good life, everything, man. Um, I feel for you. Keep your head up. If you behind that wall, man, uh, Gregory Sharp. If if Gregory Sharp got E on the on the end of his name, like my last name, then he get in the quarter ticket club for free. <laughs> I'm letting him in for free. So Gregory, if you listen to Gregory, shout out to you, wait, Greg. Wait, wait. I don't know if you got E on the end of there, but if you got E on the end of your name, you coming in for free, man. But you 50% just by having the last name shot. Right, you know right, what I'm right. No but nah, doubt. y'all, everybody behind the wall, hold your head, man. Free my cousin Monty. Free uh, Nuke Reds. Free Terrell. Um, man, you know it is what it is. You know, I go all day, they start talking penitentiary. Uh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> salute to everybody behind the wall, man. Keep your heads up and um, know that there's a brighter day when you come home. Absolutely. Man, listen, this has been a dope, dope, dope episode. My brother Nathan Sharp, a.k.a. Big Snow. Snow Gang. Quarter Ticket Club. QTC. Man, Hustle Fam, if you don't respect that, your whole perspective is what? Screwed and chopped. It's like whack, you, like man. You, it's whack. Like you down Texas, you if screwed and chopped. If you don't respect that, your whole perspective is whack. It's That's whack. Hove, I man. Guess. Oh, nah, see, I'm a, I'm a down, so I'm a Houston fan. And I love Ho, though, but I'm saying, like, you, you could have gave me, like, some uh, Slim Thug or Comedian out of quote. That's it. how you do it? Nah, I'm screwed in shop. You nah, screwed in shop with it? Yeah, I love it. All right, well, you would have enjoyed the last uh, reset, man. We had my brother Trey the Truth in the building. Trey, that's my man. Yeah, nah, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, rock yeah, with Trey, man. Hope yeah. him and Zero can get it together, man. Hey. Nah, Trey the Truth official, man. Shout yeah. out to Trey the Truth, man. Yeah, hey. facts, facts. So it's Houston. All right, cool. Hustle fam, you know what we do around this time. If you smell something burning, it's only a desire. Myself, Big Snow, we out. Already. If you twisted, confused, or stuck about trucks, don't be dumb. This is the place to come. Truck and hustle.